Hi, welcome along to When UFC Matters with me, Steve Breath, and uh, I've got my good friend Bez from the Happy Mondays on. How are you, Bez? How are you, Steve? Yeah, very well, thank you. And how are you? Yeah, good to see you, mate. I've got a photograph behind there from happier times in Newcastle. You've got the old Newcastle on your maracas, and uh, we've had some good nights out up here in the past, mate. So it's great to see you, and you're looking fit and well. How's how's the whole COVID situation uh, hit you? Well, to be cheerful, I've had a, a fantastic time because I, I, I live out in the sticks. I've got a bit of land. I've got all my pals with me. So, yeah, we've just been having... Uh, I've got the bar in the garden, DJ Dex. We've got a bar on one side, Dex on the other. So we kind of parted our way right through it all. <laughs> I didn't expect anything fact, else. And you know what? I thought, I thought, oh, this is a perfect opportunity to sort my life out a bit and stop drinking and carrying on like I do. And the exact opposite has happened. I've actually partied more than I normally do. <laughs> I didn't expect anything else, to be perfectly honest, mate. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, it, I mean, it's obviously hit It's hit our industry. I mean, me, I'm a promoter, as you know. You're oh, a... What? You know, you you know, you you're in one of the biggest bands in the world. Um, suddenly we go from you know that that merry-go-round of you know putting all these shows on and and you know entertaining people, and then suddenly having none of it. It's it's well, a bit, that's a bit the bizarre, other downside, isn't it? Yeah, the, the, that's the other downside of it. I'm, and, and I'm also uh, thinking that uh, writing a letter to uh, Boris, you know what I mean, and pointing out that like what you said is that uh, no and. And the fact that he, he, he's saying that it's incidental what we do and we should retrain and go and find ourselves other jobs. He said, well, actually, let's hold on, mate. He said, I've got work. I've had, I've, I've had to cancel all my work now since January through no fault of my own. And you're telling me that now that they've ended the self-employed furlough and that, can't get that anymore. And they're telling you to uh, go and sign on and retrain. It's it's ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, there is no there's no help for anyone in our industry, really. I mean, you know, the venue that you play in Newcastle, the O2 Academy, it's it's basically stood empty now since since March. No shows whatsoever. Yet, you know, the you know you, you have the Conservative Party uh, Health Secretary and, and others uh, are still allowed to go to the Royal Ballet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and guess what? As well. The bar, the houses of Parliament are still open, doing business at all hours. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, uh, but the worrying thing is, is what, whilst all this is going on, they're getting this Britex deal through with a, with a no-deal Britex. They're claiming sovereignty over the country. They're introducing all these draconian laws. Uh, and it's it starts to look a little bit like a dictatorship to me. And, said, and what I want to know is... Um, how long's the plans to this COVID thing? It's doing the rounds. For most of us, it, it, it's it, for the majority of us, it, it, it's um, no mild symptoms, nothing worse than a, a slight cold. For the for the unfortunate few, it is dangerous. It could actually kill you. So we should be like protecting them and letting the rest of us you know keep the economy going. Keeping us all in work, you no, know, the job losses, the you know, austerity. We've just ended the austerity. We're going to go crashing right back into that. 
Yeah, so you know, it looks like no dark, a dark future for us all. I mean, I've gone up and down with this and tried to work out what the hell we're doing, Bez. But, you know, from, from my perspective, I, I didn't believe it was it was a flu from a, from a bat in China. Um, I've, the more this goes on, I've often felt as if it, it, it is like a, a push for power. You know, I'd, you get, you get yeah, called yeah, you get called a nutter, but you've just pointed out there, all of these laws, there's loads of laws getting put through now, which normally would have to go through Parliament, are now just getting pushed through. Um, you know, and, and they're trying their best to, you know, as you say, I mean, it, it's like a dictatorship, isn't it? it? It's a strange, strange time. I don't know where we're heading with this. Yeah, well, it, it's it's kind of a, well, in, in, in a conspiracy sort of view, I think it's a, a, like a night sample takeover. It's an exchange of power. With, I don't even think the Queen's safe on the throne. I think she's going to get removed as well, you know what I mean? And we're moving into this uh, um, no, dictatorship. And, uh, and they're, they're purposely pushing for a no-deal uh, exit, you know what I mean? Because I've always said that they've never, they've never, they've never intended to get a deal out of this Brexit. It's always been to go out without a deal. Yeah, no, I'd agree with you know with all this COVID, Brexit's gone on the back burner, but it's still very much a burning issue well, that uh, has to be well, sorted it, out in this country. It's not on the back burner; it's actually being negotiated. But we're not being told that it's still under negotiation. It's still being being negotiated uh, behind our backs without. And they're using the COVID thing for a bit of cover on it, so no, so I, I the facts from us. Mm. That's a great point, that to be fair, a really, really good point. Um, let's look. Let's just look at, at, at your career, and I, I will get a few questions off a few of the Newcastle fans on on Twitter. Um, we've got some bizarre ones already, but um, ju just tell us, just tell us a little bit about the whole Happy Mondays. You know, the Happy Mondays band. I mean, how did you come to be a part of it? Yeah, well, it, it was um, a happy accident, and uh, I don't know if kids are watched, so um, it, it was through uh, the use of psychedelics one night, I was out with Sean, uh, gone to watch the band support New Order, it, I think it was the tune at the time, and um, Sean was that off his nut, he was around and said to me, Bez, you're going to have to come on stage with me, and uh, uh, you know, to give him some moral support. And obviously I sold him to fuck off and that. And then uh, with a bit of gold in, I ended up jumping on stage. And the thing I seen was a pair of miracles. I picked them up, started shaking them like mad and doing my mad dogs, what I did. Well, the funny thing is the next morning, some uh, girl said to Sean, oh, that was nice of you. Let that kid on stage with, with their special needs. So... <laughs> <laughs> It got called Freaky Dancing, and of course there was that rumour, wasn't there, that the band's second single, Freaky Dancing, was supposed to be a tribute to you, but it wasn't, was it? No, no. 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 I mean, um, you know, from, from your perspective, is, is there a name for the dancing that you do, or is that just the kind of dancing you do when, you know, you're out and about enjoying yourself? Yeah, well, a lot of people do dance like that now, but at the time it was... Uh, I just used to copy the old 60s dancing, you know, when you used to see uh, them clips of, uh, you know, festivals from the 60s and they're all off the reds on that thing. Yeah. I, I, just stole it. I just stole my moves off them lot. So it was nothing new. I just uh, 
stolen and, and recycled. Were you surprised at the success of the band? Um, well, we've, we've never had great success. We, we've, had, we've got a, a certain amount of uh, popularity, but we, we never became a, a massive band. But we, we definitely are a cult band, though. You know what I mean? We've got a cult following. But we, yeah. we were never a worldwide massive. We, we, we were just mostly uh, like local to, to the British Isles, really. It's a success to last as long as you have, I think, and, and the music still be as relevant today as it was, you know, back in the nineties when, when you came, you know, you came to the forefront and you were part of a big scene in Manchester and uh, at the centre of that was the Hacienda nightclub. What kind of memories have you got of that place? Yeah, I've got uh, great memories, you know what I mean? But also I think that uh, one of the best things that ever happened to the Hacienda was it closing down because it, it put it into that legendary status, you know what I mean? So, so uh, yeah, so the death of it was like the, the making of it as well. Yeah. Because like when it first opened, when we first started going in there, there's absolutely nobody in there, you know what I mean? The place was empty most of the time. And it weren't until the ecstasy explosion that things turned. Yeah, drugs played a huge part in that scene, didn't they? I mean, you know, when you look back at the, uh, you know, the acid house parties and, and the music and the DJs, it was uh, it was a special time. I, I, I've got to be honest, I feel you know lucky to have, have, have been through that that kind of era and lived through that era. Yeah, well, well, as kids uh, growing up, we we always longed for the old to have that that like the, the summer of love, you know, like the nineteen sixties acid set. That was our dream, and, and we had our own version of it through, through the, the ecstasy explosion. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about that, we did. The, um, you know, the, the band obviously... But you know what the worrying thing is? I've since read that, uh, you know, you thought you was rebelling, <clears throat> and actually it was part of a, like, a, a, no, the UK Ulster, the, the mind control programme to uh, get people taking drugs and dropping out as well. So uh, when I read about that, I think, oh, shit, you know what I mean? You think you're being a rebel, but actually you're just like conforming to, to uh, uh, an ideal. But I don't know if there's any truth in it, you know what I mean? But it's supposed to be part of all of a, a mind control programme. Yeah, 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 I can yeah. see that. I can see that. How how important is fashion to you, uh, Bez? Well, I, I've always um, I'm not a massive like fashion man. I just uh, and it's these days there ain't no fashion anymore. It's just uh, no high street fashions in it. Everybody looks and dresses the same. So uh, I don't think fashion's a, a thing anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, 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 we wear what the ice sheet dictates to. But as, as a kid growing up, we, uh, we had all different sorts of things going on, here, mostly through music, music, you know what I mean? And you could sell by uh, the way you dressed, what music you was into. Like you had the Norman Solars, you had your metal fans, you had your mods, your rockers, you had your Perry Boys. So, uh, yeah, but... Um, yeah, I, I'm just a nice street kid these days, wearing nice street fashions. I wish I could say I wasn't. <laughs> um, 
looking back with with the Mondays, what what are your what are your favourite memories from from your time with the band? Um, yeah, I've got many good memories. Uh, obviously, the first night I joined the Mondays, that was that was a, a night I'll never forget. Uh, doing the Rock the Rio, that was great. We put got put in, uh, in a hotel with uh, Guns and Roses. Away from uh, the rest of the the rest of the bands, because the thought it was really rock and roll, uh, too too rock and roll to be mixing with everyone else. But we, we certainly put uh, Guns and Roses to shame with our antics anyway. You, you obviously went out to Barbados to record the album Yes Please, and I mean, you know, not many bands get an opportunity to go across to such a place and and, and record. What was it like out there? Yeah, it was uh, great. Well, the first the first day we got there, uh, we got welcomed by all the leading dignitaries of the town, like the Lord Mayor, Chief of the Police. Everyone was uh, like saying, "Welcome us to the island and all that." And uh, and and by the time we left, we we knew everyone from the like like the the, the, the ministers right down to the crack dealers on the six rows. So. Yeah, we got to, because the island's are the size of Manchester, it's quite easy to get well known on there. But I think by the time we left there, the whole island was talking about us. <laughs> no, no surprise, it's the Happy Mondays effect. I thought that was a great album, and, and I've got to be perfectly honest, when, when you listen back to that now, it's very much like a stepping stone to the future, because I forgot that Kermit was actually on that song, uh, Cut Them Loose, Bruce, from the album. Yeah, yeah, well... When, when the Mondays broke up, me and Sean was like, really like begging the rest of the band, no, not to be stupid and stay, stay with it, you know what I mean? And then, yeah, and then we really didn't want us to split up. And like you say, that, that album was a stepping stone to the future with uh, Kermit joining for the first time. But the, the downward got slated because of uh, the production style of the time. They wanted uh, 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 this modern, modern production techniques like we did with Osborne and Oakenfold. But because uh, Factory was so, in so much trouble at the time, because they'd moved from uh, a bed set in, in Dinsbury to this great big fancy building, what they spent fortunes of. They was desperate for uh, uh, the Monday's next album to bring no start bringing money back. So it was kind of a rush job. But uh, when that, when you listen back to that, that album, I really like the album and the production on it. And we've got, of course, to work with uh, Chris Franks and Tina Weaver, the old Talking Heads. And uh, I was huge fans of Talking Heads as a kid. So, yeah, so we got to meet some more of our heroes as well. Yeah, I mean, it's an, it is well worth a revisit, anybody watching, if they haven't listened to that for a while. And um, as I say, it was a big step in the in, in a different direction uh, for for Kermit. And obviously led to a really successful partnership a little bit later, which we'll talk about with Black Grape. Um, I, I've got to mention 2016, uh, the Happy Mondays won the Ivan Novello Inspiration Award, which I think, again, is something which it didn't get huge publicity up here. And it was something I stumbled across on the internet. Um, but I think it shows that people still love the music after all these years. And that's what I was trying to get at before when I said about the following. Um, but I think, you know, probably it was down to being part of Factory Records and, and, and you know, and, and the stuff. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, because we, we was part of Factory Records with Tony Wilson and the whole, whole history around Factory. 
And to be a part part of that, come on, come here. To be a part of that, it's it's uh, it was the making of us really, uh, and that's why we we have this legendary status now. It's because of our involvement with uh, Patrick. Do you think there'll ever be any new music from the Happy Mondays? I mean, you know, there's been a, a bit with Black Grape, obviously with Sean, etc. But do you think there'll be some new music coming? Uh, well, at the moment, there's nothing. Sean's got a lot of stuff coming out. Uh, he's been working with Robbie Williams. Uh, and I <clears throat> listened to that chat the other night. Sounds really good. I think it might be a hit. He's done, uh, uh, <clears throat> he's done something with Lee Scratch Perry. Which I've not heard yet, but uh, I, I'm a huge fan of Lee Scratch. So, uh, but for the Mondays, there's, not, there's nothing planned as just yet. Do you think there'll be a time when you, you stop dancing, Bez, and you have to put down the maracas, or do you think you'll be doing this into your 80s? I don't know. There'll probably be a day when I can't do it anymore. But uh, it's too late for a career change for me at the moment, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I'm definitely not retraining for anything, that's for sure. <laughs> we had um we obviously had a little bit of a, a political rant at the start of the broadcast and um you know politics is something that's close to your heart. You're very opinionated and um you stand up for what you believe in and you did stand uh for the Salford Nichols area with your own political party which was named the Reality Party. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well the, the it politically we did shit because uh uh, nobody really got me politics because because uh, I'm a great believer if we want true change, we've got to uh, get rid of the banking system, you know what I mean, and, and the ruling elite who, who, who we don't vote for, the old banking systems in private hands. And that's not our, just our banking system, it's a worldwide banking system. And what I was saying, everything should be free. And nobody got the idea of uh, how, how everything can be free. But the fact is, is if, if everything was free, uh, you, what you do, you, you, you'd end up contributing to live in this free society. So everybody would become a work, worthwhile member of society because you're contributing to your free way of life. And, and, uh, and we'd get rid of the bankers, you know what I mean? Because uh, so we get rid of money, we can't have real change. So nobody really got that because nothing ever costs money. All anything costs is manpower. So that, that idea went flying over everyone's heads. Uh, and also, uh, no, I'd like to get rid of the, the, the Abrahamic religions as well, you know what I mean? Because uh, that's never done a mankind any good either. But anyway, that went down like fucking, like, you know, a lead weight, you know what I mean? So, uh, but, but the main reason why I set the party was about the uh, fracking issue. And with that, we, we was really successful because we, we managed to uh, know, um, from nobody knowing what fracking was, uh, it was at the forefront of, of, no, of, of the, the campaign. I got to go on uh, every TV show in the court. I've spread the word right across, well, I've spread the word right across everywhere. So that way we done it. But unfortunately for me, I'm thick as fuck really, and that's, Never else. I'm not very elite. No, what's the word? Not Johannesburg, but uh, I've never been good with words, you know what I mean? Which, so yeah. I've never helped me out either. 
All right, man. Um, t- are you still interested in, in looking after bees? I remember that you went through a spell yeah, of that. Got, yeah, I've got, I've got bees. Uh, behind yourself, as we say, around there. No, yeah. I've, got, I've got bees everywhere. Yeah. yeah I've got some, some in the garden there where I live. But how, did that, the how did that start? Um, I just always wanted to do it because... Uh, uh, we've always had, uh, no, honey's always been a part of, uh, since I was a kid with my granddaddy came back from the war with uh, two sins of honey and it's been a big part of uh, my family life ever since. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, just, uh, I just always fancy keeping bees. You did um, Big Brother, um, and, and that's obviously gone now. It, 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 you know, it used to be something that was part of our life for over 20 years, but you went under the celebrity version and you won it. What was, what was the experience like? Yeah, it, it, it was, uh, yeah, well, I'm glad I won it for a while. Um, but that just goes to show the uh, fan base what the Happy Mondays also had. And also, uh, I... I I consented uh, Rocky's mum, you know what I mean? Jackie Stallone, who's just recently died. But everyone had turned on there uh, uh, and it was sort of uh, disgraceful. I, I couldn't sit there and take it. I thought, that's, I thought, that, that's fucking Rocky's mum you're talking to like that. You know what I mean? I'm not fucking having it. And uh, so I let everyone know that, you know, what I thought they would do weren't right. And that, that would be over to the Blue Ridge Spaghetti. Got a, we've got a few questions in from, from Newcastle fans before I get a prediction off you for a, a game that's happening this weekend, which is, of course, Newcastle against Man United. Um, right, the, right. <laughs> quest, the questions here are from Darren Shaughnessy. Uh, he says, what's the one thing in football today that twists his melons? Yeah, well, you know what? To be truthful, uh, I, I've stopped following. I've not watched football. I even didn't, know, I didn't even know the season had restarted. That's how... Much I don't watch it anymore, but um, yeah, well, I hope Solskjaer does well because it's from that you no know, that period of uh, United's greatest uh, greatest bit of history, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, yeah, but obviously I I hate to upset all you Newcastle folk, but I'm hoping that uh, United, as always, walks away with the picture. <laughs> that would be twisting your melons and not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Neil says, um, "Ask Bez, would he appear on Strictly Come Dancing?" Yeah, you know what? I don't think that will ever happen. I'm too controversial of a figure for him. Yeah, I could see yeah. you doing a little rumba like Bez. I think it'll be. Yeah, but you know what? It'd be great to walk on stage. Yeah, do the cha-cha or something like that. With it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, it will be good. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't think it'll ever happen was the answer, Neil. Um, yeah. Lisa's 8 says, uh, what were Bez's favourite bars in Newcastle back in the day? We bumped into him and his mates in Tilly's bar when Black Grape were playing up here. Cracking group of lads. Yeah, yeah, bloody hell. Uh, you know what? I, I can't even remember where... I can't remember most bars are going, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they change names that often these days, you know what I mean? One minute they call one thing, and next minute they've had the name change. Yeah. It, but, uh, more... yeah but, but you know what, though? Every time I go up to Newcastle, uh, the people of Newcastle make us feel so welcome. You know what I mean? We get well looked after, and, uh, and it's always a great experience up there. 
Had some great nights out with Fish Tams. Got to give Fish a mention. Um, yeah, yeah, good show. Last, Thank you. And the last time you came up as well, we had, we had to get you uh, a little bit of a, attendance on your back, didn't we? So a big shout out. Oh, yeah, well, the other twisted me back, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wasn't twisting me melons, I was twisting <laughs> me back that day. <laughs> big, big shout out to the physio that stepped in at the last minute, which was... Uh, which yeah, was no, a big no, she, she, she got me on stage that night. Yeah, superb. Yeah. Um, Spenny Mag says, who is Bez's favourite group at the moment? What kind of music are you listening to, Bez? Yeah, well, I've been there. Uh, of course, I've recently joined the 21st century. I've got into uh, Spotify. Hey! Yeah, yeah, because I used to always buy all my records and everything. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing because I've got, like, the best record collection in the world now, thanks to Spotify. Yeah, it's just like blown me head away. I've got all these old albums in the pack, new albums, you know what I mean? I've, uh, uh, I've been listening to King Kurt. I'm on to all this new stuff as well because he's putting on some weeds. So, yeah, I've just become a massive uh, Spotify fan. I can't imagine how I managed to live life before it came along. I hope you've, and, got, uh, Al I hope you've got Alan McGee's uh, podcast and, and his stuff all bookmarked, have you? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I actually watched it all before, before I came on the show with you. Yeah, it's class. Anybody who hasn't seen Alan McGee stuff, and get on, get him on Spotify, he's got some fantastic playlists, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's brilliant. He's a top man, he's a top man. We did a great interview with him a couple of weeks yeah. ago as well. Well, you know what, we've, we've finally got a manager that we can trust, and he's from fucking Glasgow, can you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, last question, Bez. I love this one. Martin Nesbitt says, uh, Where is the weirdest place Bez has woken up? Uh, I've woken up in some strange places, I can tell you. But um, where's the weirdest one? God, I probably can't even remember the weirdest one. That's how. Yeah. I've woke up on people's front room floors with where the fuck I am. And the tour bus has gone on without me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you what I did. I was, I was rodeoing for the farm in the very last tour. I went to the after show party, which was a, a house party. I ended up drinking red wine. I was only 18 years of age. And I woke up on a park bench in Birkenhead with 36 pence in my pocket. So that's my funny story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah never get on the bus to go off with it. That's one thing you learned. Yeah, you're not wrong there, mate. Um, yeah. Okay, then you've said you've said Newcastle against Man United this weekend. You hope Man United's going to win. Um, give us a scoreline. Give us a prediction, Bez. Well, I, I reckon that I'm going to go for two one. Okay. But That's... yeah, can I tell you one of my greatest days was? It was thanks to you playing for the United Slits Eleven, um, on for the Shearer Foundation. Oh, it was fantastic that mate. Honestly, what a day. And I mean hopefully we'll yeah, get back to day. hopefully we'll get back to days like that again. You you played yeah, really well, well that game. We raised fifty four thousand yeah, pounds. I have played football for seventeen years and I couldn't walk for two weeks after that game. I was a cripple. <laughs> <laughs> um we'll give Jamie Coxon a last chance question here. He's um which band would uh, Bez currently love to dance for? If you weren't dancing for the uh if you weren't dancing for the Mondays, is there another band you would dance for? Yeah, well, I, 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 unfortunately, I would never dance for another band, you know what I mean? 
I danced to him, but never for him. I mean, happy Monday and happy Monday for life, you know what I mean? You can only do that once. Top class. Bez, listen, love to you both down there and love to the family. Keep doing what you're doing, mate. And I'm uh, looking forward to the day we can meet up and have a, have a drink together and uh, enjoy watching you dance on stage, mate. But listen, thanks for taking the time out. Love to the family. You take care, mate, and stay safe. All right, nice one, Steve. And same to you as well, mate. And the Top people man. in Newcastle. Top man. All right, mate. Ciao for Top now. Man. Bye.